0: This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay Voices on Air. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and I'm Lynn Trafford presenting Rotary Wheels on behalf of the Rotary Club of Ahariri Sunrise in Napier. This program is kindly sponsored by Glenn's Pharmacy in Terradale. Glenn's Pharmacy for aged care aids, such as walkers, trolleys, commodes, walking sticks, crutches, and also for incontinence aids. The friendly staff are available to offer personal, confidential assistance and advice. Glenn's Pharmacy, Terradale. With me in the studio today is Brian Kelsey, who for the 2021-22 Rotary Year is the President of the Rotary Club of Stortford Lodge in Hastings. Brian Kelsey's association with Rotary started in 1980 and he joined the Rotary Club of Waipukurau in 1984. Work commitments saw a lapse in Rotary membership until he joined the Rotary Club of Stortford Lodge only a few years ago. Each of us accepts the role of President for various personal reasons at a period when our private and business lives allow time for Rotary commitments. We take on the role, hoping to make changes that we feel can make our contributions to our club and to Rotary worthy. And thus it is for Brian Kelsey at Stortford Lodge. Hello, Brian. Hello. It's nice to have you in the studio with us today. I'm going to take you right back, please, to 1980 when you went on a Rotary what? A something started your association with Rotary. What was it, please, Brian?
1: It was a group study exchange and we were a team of five non-Rotarians led by a Rotarian team leader. And we uh, were representative of the Rotary District uh, as far as occupations and geographic locations. And our trip was to the state of Arizona in the United States. We were there for uh, 10 weeks. And in that time, we addressed 30-plus clubs.
0: And how did that trip to Arizona impact upon you? You're quite a young man at this stage. so, So going away and studying... Other businesses with other business people, how did that affect
1: you? Oh, one developed significant uh, self confidence as a result of the trip. Yep. And obviously uh, an inquiring mind, which proved to be a value through life.
0: And friends for life?
1: Friends for life for the team members. Yep.
0: That, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Because one never realises how those friends are going to come back and impact upon life later on.
1: True. Um, and they do They do, yeah
0: And they do I've already said in my intro You joined the Rotary Club of Waipukarau in 1984 I'm presuming that this was because you had been on the Rotary Group Exchange And maybe there was an expectation upon you?
1: Yeah, without doubt there was some expectation to join Rotary I guess the other thing was that I was, had a relatively senior position in Waipukarau And that one was encouraged to join Rotary as a consequence
0: It's what happened in them, their days, isn't
1: it? It was, very much.
0: (laughs) It didn't sort of matter what your employment was. And and we're talking, of course, all men. Mm -hmm. So uh, a businessman in a town, whether it be small or large, there was an expectation that at some stage you'd pick up Rotary or maybe Lions, a service club anyway. Definitely. Yeah. And did you enjoy belonging to Waipookeral?
1: Really enjoyed it. And it was great to interact with um, a range of people. Uh, and that's always stimulating. Yeah.
0: It has, yeah. and uh, it's usually a plus in some way for your work. Did you find that?
1: Oh yes, yeah. I mean, it enables you to, to, to talk in a, in a situation where uh, you weren't challenged in the business environment. You have it was a social engagement, and you, as a result of that, you could often work through issues in the community.
0: And later on you uh, shifted from Waipukurau up to the Hastings area and you joined the Rotary Club of Karamu Hastings and were there for about five, six years? Yeah, about five or six. Yeah, yeah. and that, it was at that stage then that Rotary started to impact upon employment and you gave it a wee rest for a while.
1: Oh, a rest of in excess of 25 years. but <laughs> A
0: rest for 25 <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to bring you right back now To when you joined the Rotary Club of Stortford Lodge Based also here in Hastings It's it's actually quite a nice story, I think As to how you got to join So how about you tell that wee story please, Brian
1: One of the uh, f- friends I went to Arizona with uh, Ended up being the district governor A guy, Graham Joel from Chiawamutu, a dentist uh, he We met in Central Oaks Bay with another ex-team member who was then the president of the Waiper Club, and Graham Joel, as the district governor, mentioned that he had the Hastings clubs yet to visit. so I suggested that we hosted him at home and as a consequence of that, uh, I went to both uh, two clubs in Hastings, and from one of those clubs, I decided I would join.
0: Mm. So the thing that I think is particularly nice, if you like, is that 1980, off you go as a young man on a group study exchange to Arizona. And Graham Joel was one of those five people. Yep. And then all these years later, you he influences you on joining Rotary again. True. Nice. That's a nice story. That's, that's one that makes the world go round and I like that. Before we get into talking too much about Stortford Lodge, how about you do a wee commercial for your club? Where do you meet and when, please, Brian?
1: We meet on a Tuesday night at Cafe Number 5, um, assemble at 5.30 for a social drink for the meal at 6 and speakers to follow.
0: Right, so if anyone listening kind of fancies joining a Rotary Club here in Hastings and they think Stortford Lodge might fit them, they can pop along there and you'll shout them a drink. Most definitely. That's right. As long as $5,000 do not tune up on the same <laughs> night and uh, wear out all the Rotary funds. So anyone, seriously, this is an open invitation. Anyone listening today that would like to join a Rotary Club or is considering joining a Rotary Club, Stortford Lodge would be only too happy to host you on a Tuesday night. All right, so you join Stortford Lodge. What happens to you? What, what do they do with you? It's kind of normal in most Rotary Clubs that they pop you into an area of responsibility or onto a committee or something. What happened to you? Um,
1: I was appointed to the projects committee where um, I spent the first six months. Um, ironically, in that time, we had COVID. And, um, as a, and the club was normally running a fundraising evening, which was a quiz night, but because of COVID, we couldn't do it. There's a consequence of that. Um, I organized a firewood project uh, a home a couple of 100 um, meters away from where I lived had a significant number of um, gum trees which we cut down and and sold off as firewood and raised about $14,000.
0: So that's quite a nice filler for the quiz night. So that isn't was a it? good
1: filler for the quiz night. We normally yeah. we raised about 20,000 from the quiz yes, night. So.
0: Yes. yes. So so this is it does mean at least that rotary funds do not quite miss out to the same extent.
1: Yeah. Well the community don't yeah. miss out
0: yeah yeah so that, that was really good uh, did you enjoy doing that it yeah, would have given sorry. you a nice opportunity to meet the blokes wouldn't it good
1: it was Great fellowship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Nothing, yeah. And, you know, I guess what you always remember of the project is the beer that follows after the work. Oh, you remember after the do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not so much the gum trees actually being chopped down. <laughs> but I think a lot of what we do in Rotary and, of course, in lots of other oh. service organisations or in any volunteer organisation, the conviviality and the friendship is what makes it swing somehow, isn't it? True. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good. All right, 2020... To 2021, because Rotary works across the middle of the year, being an American-based organisation, you are asked to be president-elect and to spend a year in that role, getting to know the club's ins and outs, such that you can take over the leadership in 12 months' time. Who tapped you on the shoulder, or, or was it? How did it work for you?
1: At yeah, our changeover and. It, it, it. 2021. Um, at that stage, we had our second Brian as the president.
0: Yes, and all these Brians <laughs> at your club. It makes it quite easy, really.
1: And um, when the second Brian was accepting the role, he uh, made a comment that next year there would be another Brian, and that sort of almost implied that you were to do it. So uh, it really flowed from there. So they then appointed me as the director of um, club service, membership, and development. And uh, so I spent a year in that role, and then from there went on to be president.
0: Right, let's go back to president-elect. I want to talk about some of the things that went on in that year, because it is a year not to be underestimated, really. It is a time of learning and just sussing stuff out, really. And I think it's quite good that we do that year, because by the time you take over the presidential role, you've got it in your head somehow. So let's go to president-elect year. What were some of the things that you again got involved in? You've said membership and development. What does that mean? What oh, were you doing?
1: We have a specific new members' night. Where we invite yep. people along. Uh, we have. Uh, and did that
0: work okay? You didn't yeah, have to do okay. it online, for example. No, no, no,
1: no. We actually had them in person. At a real life. And as a meeting. consequence, we got four new members. Good. Yeah. That's so really it was good. Very successful. Yeah. Um, we also have a, some community appreciation events. Um, so we had two of those, one to uh, to recognise people who assisted with sponsoring um, various programs, and the other one for um, oh, I've forgotten the name of it now, but which is um, outstanding employees with oh, businesses. Workmanship. of workmanship. workmanship. Yeah.
0: And I must say, because you might not know this, but our technician here today, Mm -hmm. Ken Morrison, received a Pride of Workmanship Award, I don't know, three, four years ago now for his work at Radio Kidnappers. So there you go. That's another little wheel that has gone round and round. Pride of Workmanship is an important thing to recognize people that are not always the top salesman, but the person that works above and beyond. Yes. It's good, isn't it? That's right. Escort. What yeah. other things happened in your President-elect uh,
1: year? I was involved in um, another firewood project and, and the other of Cutting
0: job, down more gum
1: m- trees? More gum trees. Um, yeah, and we were a bit lucky that, um, that some of the trees that we dropped, the um, EIT were running a chainsaw course for um, students and they came along and cut the logs into, into rounds for us, which we were then able to split. So uh, one, we had a the advantage of some of the students learning chainsaw skills um, reduced our workload and subsequently we sold the, the firewood into the community.
0: Yeah, so that's a nice wee yeah. thing as well, isn't it? Rotary and yeah. EIT, and there's quite a few Rotary clubs have a partnership with EIT, yeah. and they're usually on a practical level. So this is a goodie. I like, I like that one. That's good. What other sorts of things? Did you get your quiz night No, last year? Oh,
1: sorry, last year. Last yes we year. did, yes we finally did, yeah, we did. Do you,
0: In your President-elect do you recall where the money went? from it went the, to rural support Rural support. So, yeah. Why is rural support important? Why is it important Brian? Uh, what does uh, it do maybe, start there uh,
1: It's providing mental support to um, you know, farmers who are under uh, mental pressure I guess is the comment and that would also include financial and physical demands on the farm um, and I guess Storford Lodge is probably considered to be one of the rural clubs in, in Hastings, and so we have quite a strong affinity with the rural community, and so that there was a. A logical choice, really, for the it club. It is a
0: logical mm. choice. And a few years ago, the district governor's wife had this as a project to raise money. As the district governor and his partner, his wife, toured around our district, they asked for donations to go to rural support and encouraged clubs to put on some kind of event to give money to rural support. A nice thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. What other sorts of things went on in that year? Maybe some of the more simple things that you do every year. Did they take place or did COVID kick them for touch?
1: Well, well obviously, uh, street collections, which the club's been involved in, they yes. didn't really proceed. And so that um, I guess quite a few, like four uh, community collections that we do, I don't think we did any of them in this last year, which was obviously uh, of concern to those particular bodies. It's
0: tough, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah.
1: we, the club, still found a way to um, fundraise for people like Camp Purple, uh, Brain Injury Trust, Ericonga Music Trust. Uh, three that come to mind.
0: Yeah, and you also, of course, continue sending young people away to leadership and development courses Yes, as well, didn't you? As we all tried to do that year, yeah. I think one was cancelled, but I, I think the Youth Leadership Award might have been cancelled because of COVID, but we're still trying to do that kind of activity. All clubs, mm-hmm. all clubs. All right, you have a special one that I want to just spend a minute A special one that I just want to spend an extra minute on—the Life Education Trust. That's an important one for some of your members and for you yourself.
1: Yeah, um, I guess I got involved with Life Education Trust right back in the Caramary Rotary days when I went along as a um, supposed club representative, and two weeks later I was ended up being the chairperson. Uh, so we went on for a rather a long period of time and, until we um, were able to transfer the responsibility over to Angela Williams. Um, but so yeah, twenty eight years or something, I think, association. Still be, uh... So um, and we have two club members who are trustees for Life Education Trust, and that's Brian McClay and myself. Um, we previously had Ian Holyoke. Uh, a,
0: he was a member of our club, a, 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 yes,
1: our Club, and. A, ex-district governor, who had been one of the founding trustees of life education right back. Mm -hmm. And when Ian um, decided finally it was time to step back, um, I requested that one of the two Bryans in the the Stortford Lodge Club join as a trustee. So. So yes. there you go. So there we are. That's how there's two bronze involved, <laughs> and
0: it's still a good thing. And I think it's something yeah. that is so worthy. Yep. In that, that Life Education Trust caravan with its big picture of Harold the Giraffe goes all over our area, and people, moms and dads and kids all know that trust, don't they?
1: Yes, they do. They know yep. what it stands yep. for and, and what it does. You know, we're into multiple, multiple generations going through the classroom now. Yep, and there's quite good cooperation between the Rotary Clubs last year we wanted to replace the carpet in the the classroom we contacted all eight clubs and they all contributed towards it
0: you all but sent us a bill, I think. It was well, he, kind of compulsory. Well, to... it wasn't a lot of option. <laughs> we want to put carpet on the floor and on the walls, and hey, will you all help us do this? And that is also what Rotary is all about helping each other to achieve something on behalf of different organisations in our local community. Come July the 1st, 2021, you take over the role of president. What had you learned in your president-elect year that you could then put into being for your presidential year?
1: Uh, I guess I wanted to make sure that the club was quite inclusive, that uh, you know, we were obviously pushing the membership. We were wanting to involve female members to a greater extent and also to develop some of our newer members. And from there we've um, progressed into a woman taking positions as directors for the first time. And um, our president elect for next year is like, like myself, a relatively new member of the club, and you know we wanted to make sure we were moving forward rather than trying to recycle. The- you know, people into positions of respons- responsibility.
0: Yeah, understand that one. It's a good idea. It gives everyone a bit of a chance, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. And you've always got the, the ones that have had a previous role as president there that you can use as mentors if you want to. Did you have a mantra for yourself in this presidential year or have you borrowed the district governor's one? How well, have you done that?
1: We've picked up on the district governor's... Um, Health plan, and certainly that has influenced the program that we've had over the last six months, particularly. Yeah. Um, and you know, the health challenges there, we've developed a health plan within the club, and um, that certainly involved a whole range of speakers which has been quite revealing for all of us. Yeah.
0: It opens up a different door, doesn't it, oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> having, having that sort of foisted upon you yeah. to, to give that focus to personal health yeah. and how important that is, it, it just gives you a, a whole different group of speakers that maybe you might not otherwise yeah. have been in touch with. You also created a new committee. What is this new committee, and why did you feel the need to create this
1: uh, we created what we call a community committee, uh, and they were, were to, one, pick up on the uh, awards for community people, but also to promote the club and assume responsibility for the, the health plan.
0: Yeah, okay. And has that worked? You're, you're yes. sort of about six months into your role as we broadcast this mm. interview, What has that committee achieved that maybe the club might not otherwise have done?
1: Well, certainly the range of speakers that we've had that have come out. I mean, we've had, you know, dietitians, We've had people talking about vaping. We've had uh, CPR demonstrations. There's three things that I can think of.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. We've put a um, defibrillator into East Pier where we meet. Right. As part of that yeah. same kind of thing, they didn't have anything like that there, and we just thought that might be a nice thing too. Well,
1: Cafe Number Five have one, but with, of course, the question but was where was it located? So yes, yeah. and who
0: yeah. knows how to use yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so we got dragged off to the Red Cross for training to oh, learn God. how to do these things and some of it might sound a bit horrifying to somebody like me I'm not good at that sort of thing but anyway we all went along and we did this projects for this year what what, some things are you doing that are weenie bit different I know you do the quiz night and I know you do the fire wood but what are a couple of different things oh the
1: Probably the other one we have on the go is, is the uh, cattle project. So yes. We've got 14 like that cattle, one. cattle out on um, properties, um, particularly with one club member who's taking a significant number. Yep, that's, that's good. Uh, and that's proved to be very successful. Um, and probably, uh, at a guess, we'll probably make twelve or 14,000 out of that.
0: Yeah, so that's good. And it's just a little yeah. bit different for people to get involved in. Tell us about the sensory garden.
1: We've indicated to the Hastings District Council who are planning to move the sensory garden from Splash Planet to Frimley that we would be available to assist and so we've been along to some formative discussions and really still waiting for the council to develop a plan.
0: It's a good one though because it's quite different. It's quite different and, and has a place in our society as well. Recently in November there was the unveiling of what we call peace Poles. What are peace polls? That's actually quite hard to say. What are these things and well, why have we got them?
1: You could say PO. makes it easier. we got um, Peace polls is, is an initiative um, which came from Australia, recognising 100 years of Rotary in Australia and New Zealand. And it was, the, it was all about a, a message to, of peace rather than war. Uh, and it's one of the fundamentals of Rotary that we promote peace. So, with uh, Liz Ramerswell, World Without Wars, um, she came to the club and said, Here's an initiative that we'd like you to support. So, we've been involved in placing 43 peace poles in the uh, Civic Square in Hastings.
0: They're not going to be there permanently forever, are they? Until the end of February,
1: and then they're then from there going to be placed in the community, and that's schools, churches, and other. Yeah places it's of quite interest.
0: Nice. Yeah. yeah. Other places around the world have done that as well, and I think it's lovely. Yeah. It's a really nice thing. And I got the dreaded phone call from Liz as well, so okay. I think peace polls are coming to Napier <laughs> sometime next year, cool. and uh, we will spread that same sort of message over there in Napier. Yeah, the usual sorts of things for youth?
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're involved in the various rotary programmes, and... Um, you know, uh, which will send people away to u- leadership in, uh, in the Waikato, um, also with, uh, to Tera. Mm-hmm.
0: And very quickly, one that I like, just a quick comment, sending containers to Samoa. Uh, What's in the containers that are going to Samoa, uh, and why are they going there?
1: It's the eighth container that the club has sent to Samoa, and it's school furniture, which is no longer uh, appropriate into the Current environment. So we load the containers, and uh, there's something like 2,000 school desks, which have now gone to Samoa over those eight loads,
0: and that otherwise would not yeah. be of any use here in New Zealand, but well, well used, well used yeah. in Samoa.
1: So it's quite a challenge for the uh, club in Samoa who arrived with disassembled uh, desks <laughs>
0: put them and have to put
1: them all together. Yeah, but like even the last uh, container had 240 desks, 150 chairs, 6,000 books, and a range of other furniture.
0: So, yeah, great yeah. project. And all fitted into a 20 foot container, which was quite surprising. Thank you Brian Kelsey, 2021-22, President of the Rotary Club of Stortford Lodge in Hastings for being my guest on Rotary Wheels. Again, by way of a commercial for Stortford Lodge, it meets at Number 5 Cafe and Lada, 248 State Highway 2, Mangateatia, at 6pm every Tuesday evening. If joining a Rotary Club for an evening meeting might appeal to you, by all means make contact and pop along to their Tuesday meeting. My club, Ahuriri Sunrise, meets every Wednesday morning at 6.45 at East Pier in Ahuriri. If mornings are more you, please invite yourself for breakfast. Please join me every Monday morning after the 10 o'clock news to meet another interesting Rotarian from your local community. I'm Lynn Trafford. This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Canappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay Voices on Air.